0: What's up, people? Welcome to episode 12 of the Glenbrook Village Podcast. As always, I want to your host Corey, joined today by Herbie and Andrew, how are you guys doing? What up, what up? Chilling, you know. Two days in, two days into 2021.
1: Already lost someone, you know. Who? NFL great. NFL great. I don't know his name. I just saw his name flash up. I just know we lost someone already. I thought you lost... 2020
0: creeping in already. <laughs> I thought you lost somebody personally. Nah. How about you, Andrew? How's your New Year's? Not too bad. I'm still trying to recover. Got a late nice... <laughs>
2: Got a couple days to go before I gotta give up the sauce
0: Bro, just start drinking at work
2: (laughs) Shout out to Proper 12, tastes like ass, but it works Does it taste that bad? Oh, straight garbage, no wonder that old dude didn't (laughs) want it
0: (laughs) Uh, Today we have a special guest with us We got my boy Stir Fry here What up, what up, it's your boy
3: Stir Fry A.K.A. Mr. (laughs) Girls Love Stir Fry A.K.A. Mr. Stereo Girl No, just kidding, it ain't Mr. Stereo Girl girl no more I'm a changed man now Stop yelling into the mic, bro (laughs) <laughs> sorry man this is my first podcast i don't know what i'm
0: doing it's gotta speak normally i guess we'll, uh, we'll just start in right away like <laughs> qu- everybody give me like a quick recap of what their holidays were like like we haven't we haven't convened in what two weeks now you guys do anything special for christmas how was it how was it different this year for you guys uh you know celebrating with all these restrictions and whatnot
1: Um, I don't know, for me it was like, it was like a different Christmas because I couldn't go back to Calgary, so it was the first Christmas not going back, first New Year's not going back. Um, had to basically try and set up like new traditions here with Brianna and then like her sister, so, I don't know, we just did like a really nice dinner both nights, like on the 24th and 25th, we had a really nice dinner on New Year's, um like an abundance of drinks so that never changes like that tradition is always going to be there i feel like but now i'm now i'm doing dry january as i've been doing for the past like five five six years except i added on that i'm going to try not to eat any like refined sugar for a whole month so that's going to be intense because i have quite a sweet tooth so that's going to be kind of i think that's going to be the tough part this month
0: so we'll see how about you andrew what did you get up to
2: Uh, Just a lot of late nights. Um, We played a new game on the PlayStation 5. Uh, It's called Dead Before Dawn. So wait, you got the PS5? Um, And Somebody that shall not be named uh, was housing me for a week. I don't want to get them in trouble for the the secret police to take them away to the Gulag. Um, But yeah, they got gifted the PlayStation 5, so um, we're checking that out. There's only a handful of games that are available for it right now. Uh, but yeah, lots of nights of video games To like three, four, five, six in the morning. Lots of drinks. Um, still trying to wake up. Still trying to recover. I got what? It's the second. I got nine more days till I'm gonna give it up for two months. Shit.
0: Two months? Yeah, me. I gotta. I'm gonna get on my fitness, my fitness regime here soon. Soon. Yeah, it looks like it. How's it <laughs> you, Steve? This was your. Yeah. After on Monday. Monday. I always start on a Monday. New Year's felt a, a weird day this year. So I was like, fuck it, I'm gonna wait till Monday. You know what I'm saying? Same. Steve, man, you this was your this was your first Christmas, I guess, is like you and your now fiancé being official. Was it different anyway or just the same as it's always been?
3: Well, it feels like different in a way because like, we can't really do much this year. Like, usually, like, every year for Christmas, we would always go over to um, Ashley's grandparents' house and have, like, a traditional, like, Catholic dinner where there's like no meat or anything like that on Christmas Eve and then we're then the next day we'll go chill with her parents house watch movies play games open present and then sometimes we kick it with my parents sometimes we don't it really depends if my sister from Saskatchewan is like coming up to visit or not so we just go and kick it with my family but this year we just started like a new tradition you know I, I work a lot this year right and then we just Ordered Chinese food on Christmas day, had a couple of drinks, you know, not much, just trying to make the best of what we can do right now, right? Yeah, well, I, f- I fucking worked. Tragic, <laughs> but I got my, uh, I got my,
0: I guess my gift a day early, like my mom got the whole, f- hooked the whole family up with new phones, which was dope because my shit was getting run down. And now I can actually finally use my AirPods again, thank God, because they weren't connecting to my Android. So, damn, you got blessing. AirPods,
3: bro. You don't speak broke no more.
0: <laughs>
3: no, I still speak broke. That's six hundred dollars stimulus. Yeah, fuck that. You should have got the new uh, AirPod Pro Max, though—the one that goes over your ear, the one that's on with custom If I got the AirPod Pro Max, that would have been my
0: whole stimulus check. <laughs> Those. Those things are, like, $500, yo. Like, what kind of, yo, like, I, I don't mind Apple products, but, like, they they go, like, way too wild with how they be pricing their shit. Like, bro, who's, uh, let me find the asshole that's buy, buying those ugly-ass fucking headphones for $300, $400. Like, you don't have, oh, man, that shit just makes me mad. Makes me mad, mad. I'm pretty sure <laughs> they made a lot of sales, though. They did. Like, I'm pretty sure they did a lot so far. Of course they did, because, like, people look at Apple as, like, this higher form of status. Like, you ever, like, you ever notice how, like, if you have an Android phone and you text some Like, when I have my Android and I text somebody, like, Ew, the bubbles are green. Like, yo, fuck you. I was like, what do you use your cell phone for? They're like, oh, you know, for texting and calling. I'm like, alright, well, can you still text me? Can you still call me? They're like, yeah. I'm like, alright, then shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> my phone does the exact same shit your cell phone does. Like, get the fuck out of my face. That's always a beef I used to have with people. But now I got an iPhone, and I guess now I'm, I guess now that means I'm rich.
1: <laughs> no, I was gonna say um, like uh, stir fry. So from like, Corey said that you had to get like new traditions like this year for Christmas because you're newly engaged. Yes. So when you used to be back in the past, you know when you were a single man, you were doing a whole bunch of, you know, promoting for clubs. What are some crazy stories you remember from your days, like promoting clubs, going to these places, you know, bringing in some
3: artists? Yo, to be honest, the best artist I ever met was my boy Richigga, AKA Brian. I literally like drove this kid around, but he was like the dopest guy that you'll ever meet. He was just like, I think it was like 17 18 at the time when I drove him out chill
0: you Bro, he was seventeen. He was seventeen because remember, like uh Bugsy had to get a special, like a special permit, so he would even be allowed in Marquee to perform. Oh, yo, that is right. I totally <laughs> forgot about that. Because he he technically wasn't allowed to perform in the club that we had him at. Oh, yo, I- oh, he couldn't. Oh, because he's not eighteen. Yeah, i totally forgot. Yeah, at the time we brought him into Calgary, he was like seventeen, and that our the show was like actually like I didn't think a lot of people were gonna come. Like you guys know that song he had that he blew up off of right like that you've heard that song dat stick and uh so bugsy's like yo i'm gonna bring this kid he's like i'm and he was nervous because he didn't like think the show was really gonna sell but it sold out and it was like it out of that run we did that week it was crazy like his djs played uh his djs before he came out they're playing like a bunch of hip-hop and then out of nowhere they dropped chop suey Mm -hmm. And I'm like, yo, we're at a hip-hop show, these DJs drop a Chop Suey, and the crowd went fucking off. Like when Chop Suey came on, like that was probably like the hypest I saw the crowd like the whole night, like it was nuts.
3: It was just like a banger. He just literally just played a bunch of hip-hop songs and all of a sudden Chop Suey comes on and he just runs around the crowd. Like he had like uh, a very long hair as well too. So he was just like rocking his hair back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And the people were just going wild. And then the music stopped for a bit and then everyone was just yelling out, "Richiga, Richiga, Richiga!" And I was sound Corey because Corey and I was like backstage. And I was like, "Yo, man, should I just like run across the stage and pretend I was Richiga just to fool everybody?" <laughs> <laughs> you because like, you know all Asian people look alike. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, you said it, not me. I think
2: that'd be a good name for your kid, man. Chop Suey. <laughs> if i was chinese maybe it would be a
3: li- wait are you not no, no I'm just <laughs> <laughs> but yeah no uh he was really good uh who else was dope that we met akon was kind of like a a bitch in a way he was an ass you know akon tried to fight uh bugs yeah
0: what all right so what <laughs> here's what happened mm-hmm. right uh they
2: they were fighting so over n- the same 16 year old girl <laughs> <laughs> most likely Shout out to Bugsy if you are listening. <laughs> Probably not,
0: but <laughs> yo. So here, so here is what happened, right? So uh, when you pay like the artist to come, you have to front them in advance. So Akon with Acon show, it had a bunch of like meet and greet tickets, okay. and nobody wanted to meet. Nobody wanted to meet this dude. <laughs> awesome. so the meet, so the meet and greet was like undersold for the so for what Bugsy paid them. Mm-hmm. So after the show, Gummy was trying to get, like, the money back that they already paid to him. They're like, yo, you owe us, like, a G mm-hmm. back. And Akon was like, "No, nah, fuck that. We, you ain't getting your money back. Like, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and so Bugsy was out there, too. He's like, yo, what do you mean? Like, you need a, like? we need our money back. And they tried to, like, rush Bugsy and Akon. I mean, Bugsy and uh, Gummy. What? Yeah. Damn. And then so they just like backed off, and these guys just skirted off in their in their car, and like, and just left them like h- hanging for a G. Yeah. Right. I was about to say the
2: same. Like this guy brought a power to what all of <laughs> Africa, or like where the hell is he? Like power's an entire country, but he's gonna get his like shit in a twist over a grand. It's That's a- crazy. crazy. What the ball the baller move the baller move would have just been to like chuck it in Bugsy's face and let it explode all over the floor and let him pick it all up on his hands and knees. That would have been pimp. But
0: that was that was probably like know. the I kinda
2: lose respect. I kinda lose respect. Like I would have just like balled
0: it up in a fist and
2: just poof, into your face.
0: But well, we you. met like when we met him backstage, like me and Keita, he was like Akon like goes up to Kita, he's like, Yo, you kinda look like Manny Pacquiao.
1: Mm-hmm. I was like, <laughs> Jesus.
0: <laughs> i'm standing there like yo let's take this picture and get the fuck up out of here yo that was like that was a weird show that was probably like my least favorite out of all the ones that we did promo on because he he didn't want he didn't want any hip-hop played like he's like i only want r&b played before i come out okay uh the only good thing the only good thing about that show was like that we that ruben got to open so like Being able to get, like, one of your high school friends, like, as an opener was pretty dope. Mm -hmm. But outside of that, like, it wasn't, like, it wasn't a good show. He, like, barely sang the songs. Like, most of it was, like, the backing track. He didn't play a lot of his big songs either that I thought he was going to play. And, like, at one point, I think I still have the video. I'll see if I can find it and send it to you guys. But he had, like, a bunch of girls on stage, and they're all dancing with him. And he just, like, straight chucks some chick off the stage. Just... Like he just grabbed
3: some chicken i think he's done that a lot threw her into the crowd yo a- i don't i don't even know why bugsy even bought akon to calgate that guy is like so useless like he doesn't have any hits anymore like when was the last time you heard akon like on a track besides mm-hmm. doing a song with uh, tatashi 69 <laughs> yeah locked up part two yeah but beside that like good for him for bringing power to like africa and everything like that but for bangers like when was the last time i heard akon he's got to bring some of that power back to himself <laughs> but A- yeah no akon was like big like maybe like in 2006 seven yeah eight yeah nine then after that it just like went downhill no that's true so yo surf i wanted to ask you uh,
0: did your parents like immigrate to canada first and then you you and your sisters were born here yeah like how did so you're so yeah, go ahead and like tell us that story. Like your parents are from Vietnam, right?
3: Yeah, so my parents are from Vietnam. They immigrated here, I think like in 86, 87. It's like somebody from um, Regina, Saskatchewan sponsored them. I bought them here, they didn't speak a word of English, you know, like the whole uh, immigrant working hard, having a better life for their kids and stuff like that. So yeah, my parents immigrated here had me first, they didn't speak a word of English, so that's why I have like an accent because I fucking can't speak good English like my sister do, but I can speak perfectly uh, fluently in Vietnamese, right? And my sister can't, right? So that's Mm -hmm. one of the benefits of like, having like, uh, being the firstborn, not knowing a lot of English, then have to teach myself English and then Vietnamese was just like, boom, for me. I can speak it like fluently. See,
0: I was wondering like, Herbie, did you, encounter like that same challenge too because aren't you like didn't your parents also immigrate to Canada and then you kind of grew up in a, a Spanish-speaking household like a different language so like for you what was that like like learning like did English come naturally to you or did you, you find some difficulties with that as well
1: no I think I think for me my parents like so my parents when they came it was it was the same situation they didn't know any English but at But at the same time, I think my dad felt that in order to in order to get some of the jobs that he wanted to get or in order to um, move forward in Canada or in any country in general is to also try and learn their language. So from the from the jump, I think he he's always been a big person as to like towards education. He's always been like a, a lifelong learner is the best way that I kind of title him. He just loves to take in any type of knowledge and just try to bestow that to people or even just in himself, um, just use it. So he tried to learn English pretty um, early on, which then led to me um, having him teach me English and Spanish at the same time. So it would start with something like colors at a traffic light, then the alphabet. We did the alphabet numbers and... From there, I also was enrolled in a Spanish-speaking preschool. So for two years, I went to a Spanish-speaking preschool, and I learned all that type of like I learned like Spanish in more of an educ more of a formal educational place as well. And then when I brought that back home, my dad had the effort to then while he was learning English, kind of work in conjunction with me to teach me whatever he was learning. So it was kind of chopped up. But once I got back into but once I got into school. I think just having my dad really work on me with it really young really helped pick up. So I never really had too much of an issue maybe in kindergarten and grade 1 it was a little bit tough but after that it was pretty easy to do both because I just out of the house I'd speak English and inside the house I'd speak Spanish so I guess I always craved to try and speak English outside of the house and try to learn that
0: side so How how long were Kind of like, worked out? How long were y'all's parents here before they had like this for both y'all How long were your parents In Canada
3: before they had Like had you guys For me I Fuck I think I think like 87 Yeah my parents came here Like in 1987 And then uh, I was born in 89 oh, okay so like two years Yeah so two years It's like, it's like yeah. about the Same for you Herbie
1: Yeah cause my parents were here in 90 And then I was born in 92 So two years
0: So like I know Yo, Steve, you got to tell us, like, that yeah. story you were telling me. You got to explain to these guys in depth more, like, with the coronavirus and all that shit, how somebody pulled up on you at the store and, uh, you know, blamed you
3: for the coronavirus. Oh, well no. Don't even get me started. Oh, no. Hey, so my job, I work in a cell phone place. Right? So it's mandatory mass and everything like that. Right? Right. So this person walks in, right? Me being, me to like being nice. I'm like, Hey, the first question was like, Hey, do you have a mask? He's like, no, I don't. And I was like, Oh, you know what? Mm-hmm. Like, I can't serve you. If, like, I can't help you if you don't mm-hmm. have a mask. Then this fucker started going off of me. He was like, you're the reason why we have to live in a society, da, 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 kind of stuff. Fuck you. What? He started calling me like mm. like the most racist word you can say to like a Chinese person. I, I almost say it. Thank God I did mm. it. Right? And I was just like, buddy, I'm not even Chinese, man. Like get your facts straight. So right? he was like, Oh, you Asian people are all the same, that da, 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 kind of stuff. And then I finally kind of just got fed up. I'm like, man, I don't even get paid enough to deal with this shit. Just get the fuck out of my store. Like just get the fuck out. And yeah. he started going off in the door. And then my coworker was with me. He held me back. Cause he knew, he knew that I was getting so frustrated that I would have I done something, but he was mm-hmm. just like, yo, 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 just chill, just chill, just chill. But man, I deal with like idiots on a daily basis, that doesn't believe in like mass. Like, you know, do I want to wear a mask? No, not really. But I do my part to help spread the, to help start the spread and everything like that. Right? I, I'm doing my part, like I don't want to wear a mask though, but we gotta do what we gotta do, right? But every day, man, every single day, I'm always dealing with idiots customer. Like so many dumbasses. There's like people who think their phone's getting hacked, crackheads coming in, thinking like, Buying phones, like it's so many things. Did you did you experience
0: any uh, like did your store get closed down at all during the first like wave of uh,
3: of shutdown and stuff like that? Or were you considered it essential? So when they announced that we were all getting shut down, like I think it was like March fifteenth. So yeah, March fifteenth, we got like a massive text message in my group chat. Be like, oh yeah, the store is getting shut down that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. I was like, blessed. two weeks off, pay vacation, whatever. And then three days later they decided to reopen my store and consider it as an essential because communication is like part of an essential, Yeah. I guess. So then they left the store open. I had the opportunity, um, to go back to work, but I was like, man, I don't really know what's going on. You know, I don't want to pass this virus on Da da, da that kind of stuff. So I decided just to like, you know, I'm just going to chill. And then just get paid what I'm doing. And then I got temp layoff on the 16th of April, right? And then I got rehired like back in July and now I'm back working again, dealing with the same bullshit I did before. (laughs) But yeah, we were, they were thinking about shutting us down again. But I guess the CRTC is just like, nope, cell phone is like the most important thing in the world because it needs you to connect to like one people to make sure you're like okay. So they just decided to keep us open.
1: Yeah that's fair
3: that's not bad then mm-hmm. Cause I, I not pay to-, to do nothing <laughs> <laughs> yeah but don't you like li-
0: live off commission like that must be tough with all this shit going on like not too many people coming into
3: the store i guess yeah well to be honest like we we get pretty busy though like i just found out last month i'm third in calgary for commission Ooh, shit it's just so weird that People are coming in buying cell phones when there's like a pandemic, you know, you should be saving money, you don't know what's going on, people losing their job. Nope. People will come in, saw that brand new iPhone, you know, yo, how much is that? I wanna cop that. So iPhone was my moneymaker for like the whole month of November and December. Well they're like supporting Yeah, right before Christmas. I guess like they're
0: supporting the they're supporting the Canadian citizens pretty well though. Like with the CERB, like you know, here in the States, we got that one stimulus check. I think I got mine back in July or August. And it... No, I got it in July. And, like, by November, it was, like... Actually, by October, that shit was gone. Because, obviously, like, you have bills and stuff. I was, like, paying down some like, some student loans, too, as well. So, like, that That check didn't last me very long. E- even this, like... I just got mine like my the $600 one and it's like I spent most of that towards like loans so I could like get a jump start you know before I graduate so that $600 is almost gone already like they're not they're not really doing enough to really assist the people in the states that much but oh fuck it is what it is like I'm assuming You know, once Biden goes in office, they'll probably like release something that's going to be a lot more beneficial for all the citizens here because that's something he actually cares about. So uh, I guess we just gotta, it's just kind of like a wait and see what happens. We got fucking 18 more days until he officially goes into office, but. Oh, yo, that's soon. I totally forgot about that. Yeah, but there, these, I don't know, there's like a lot of crazy fuck shit going on now, like senators are coming out now say they they want to block the the certification of the votes on the sixth but they really don't have the power to yeah how many how- it was a uh, it was 11 senators but they really don't have the power to do so mm-hmm. because if uh so Mike Pence is like the president of the Senate because <clears throat> he's the vice president and like he for him to go in there and to not certify the election results would just cause mad problems across the country. So when he opens up all the electoral votes, he's gonna probably certify the election for Joe Biden. And then we're still gonna see mad problems across the country, like the Proud Boys are already talking about rallying. So it's it's gonna be mm-hmm. like like keep an eye out on the sixth, like go and like check out the news for what's happening in the US because I promise you there's gonna be a lot of fuckery that goes on. That's on Wednesday, right? Yeah, that's Wednesday Yeah, like oh shit It's But, like What I've noticed more about Being here in the U.S. Is That If you're not in, like, a major City There's not really a lot of Ignorant BS that goes on Like, Cleveland isn't a big city And so You know Like, when all the When all the protests were happening They protested in Cleveland Just mm-hmm. once And that was it and, but like, it's largely like a a democratic city itself. Even though the state is a Republican state majority, the major the major cities are largely democratic. So, like, if you drive, like I was saying, like if you drove around my neighborhood during the election, there's like Biden and Kamala Harris signs everywhere. A lot of the houses around here have like. Black Lives Matter sign on their front lawns, like you know stuff like that. It was actually funny on Halloween. I I was like driving with my mom through the city, and this one, this one Mm -hmm. house had like a Donald Trump scarecrow on their front lawn. (laughs) (laughs) It was like a Donald Trump scarecrow, yeah. But like, no, but like they made him like like look like a pig, like super fat, like it was like you know what I mean, like and they had like the. Like, Harris, yeah. like Biden-Harris sign and like Black Lives Matter like on the lawn so like the majority of the people in the neighborhood I live in like they're they're Democratic people like you're gonna find like a couple of Republicans sprinkled in here and there but not not too crazy but but like I said like more I've noticed like from being down here is like the major cities the places where they are the, the, there's like the larger population of people that's where you see the most divide and that's where you see the most like The more nuttier people Mm -hmm. in the united states i've realized you know you're obviously like there's going to be like i'm in the midwest you're going to see like a lot more republicans but like they're not really overly ignorant because they like you know they they keep to themselves like people in the midwest are very like you know they keep to themselves they keep to what they know they don't like intermingle as much as they do in the major cities and they like for the most part like they'll just they'll just leave people alone like I've never I haven't like really encountered anybody like super mean and angry here Mm -hmm. in Ohio so like you you can tell like you know it's not just the whole it's not like the whole country that's really like fucked up like how it looks on the news it's just certain areas
1: no that makes sense but obviously media isn't going to show that side all the time right
0: well like this uh this election for example you know I think I said this a couple episodes ago, like when we were talking about the election, but you know, the, what you see on TV, what you see on Twitter, what you see on Facebook, what you see on Instagram, isn't, doesn't give you the full picture of what what is actually happening, like what people actually think and feel. You know, a lot of people aren't, a lot of people are gonna outwardly go on to social media and express their thoughts and beliefs, which is, I which I respect because, you know, I think your thoughts and beliefs, like, for for the most part, I feel like they're personal. And if, for you to keep them to yourself is definitely something you should do because you're always going to, like, no, you're always going to run into somebody who disagrees with what you have to say. And a lot of times the people you run into that disagree with you are always going to want to combat you, which I don't agree with because, you know, if if somebody voted for Trump, like... You know, I might not like it because I don't like Donald Trump, but who am I to like sit there and argue with them? You know what I mean? Like they, there's they're, they're going to be stuck in their ways. Like I'm just going to be running around in circles trying to debate them on debate them on the fact that they voted for Donald Trump. So you just kind of got to keep it to yourself. I think that's just me. Then again, everybody has their own opinion, right? Exactly. Like, and nobody's nobody's opinion is more right than anybody else's at the end of the day everybody brings a different perspective to a conversation so you just gotta gotta respect those perspectives when you hear them
1: yeah so you res- you respect the opinion of someone who thinks that white people are superior to black people okay
0: not every not every t- <laughs> not every well there's a first there's a first hole
1: on this <laughs> Let me, statement right.
0: within within reason there're obviously things that are <laughs> like wrong like there are obviously things like that I don't fuck with but it needed you know here's the thing at the end of the day though like maybe 5 years ago if somebody came up to me and said a racist like I'd probably like get pissed off but now I'm now I'm at that point where it's like what do I gain out of getting in an argument with that person when I could just walk away cuz i there're high chances like there's a high chance that i will never see that person again in my life so what do I stand from just sitting there and like, A, taking it, and B, getting into this argument with mm-hmm. them and like, causing a scene. Like, yo, you don't like me, I don't like you either. We'll just leave it at that. And I'm just gonna go my go my way, you go your way. That's and fair. like, I'm never gonna see you again. But not everybody's, not everybody's built like, not everybody like thinks that way though.
1: No, I'll say it, not everybody's built like you. That's what you wanted to say. <laughs> no,
0: like I, I know a bunch of people who I know a bunch of people <laughs> who will just walk away from those type of conflicts, but there are, are a lot of people who would who will turn around and just get pissed off and get fired up but the thing is like you know a lot of people say a lot of people say those things to you because they want to get a reaction mm-hmm. you know when somebody's saying something like out of hate right. like they want to get a reaction out of you because who you think about it like who always looks crazy' or in a fight the second person in the fight. Not the first person who caused it. It's all. It's always the second person in, in the fight. It's never the person who brings it up. It's always the second person because they're reacting out of emotion, so they look more nuts. So if somebody's gonna yell at me, it's like, all right, fuck. It. I'm just gonna walk away. Cause then you're, I'm gonna maintain like my saneness, and then you can just continue to look like an asshole idiot. Sure.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Fair. But yeah, Steve, I wanted to like ask you a question that I'm not gonna pose to the other two guys in here because I don't want them to get in trouble. (laughs) But, uh, like, so like how
3: you and your girlfriend have been together for what, like two, three years, uh, going on four next year. Sorry, so not next year, going four on uh, next month. So like,
0: when did you like finally realize it was like time to like, you know, even take a lot of steps forward,
3: like, when did you finally realize it was time to like, you know, put a ring on it? When we, when we move in together. Cause I said, like the guidelines, I'm like, okay, you know what? I'm going to see how this goes when we move in together after a couple months. I knew right away. I'm like, okay, I'm going to start saving up, you know, um, well, with the pandemic and everything going on, it was a perfect time because you can't really do much. So I was like, you know what? It's a perfect time to settle down now and the kids. And then September 12th, 2020, yeah, 2020, you know, pop the question. Now I'm an engaged man, you know? not living that single life anymore, which I'm really happy for. Like, like, I kid you not, if it wasn't for my fiance, keep me in check, making sure like I'm on the right track and everything like that. I could be like still partying, living my best life. But no, I found a good girl that that will like care about me. And then, you know, I was like, you know, it's time. right. My wedding's going to be lit in two years. So it's going to be like the best day ever, right? Like, Like like during the whole day of the proposal, like I was just nervous as like nervous. I was like, Oh man, is she gonna say yes? Is she gonna say no? Like a lot of things going through my mind. But the most tough part about the whole engagement was asking the parents for permission. You know, I went yeah, well, a little bit old school
0: oh, oh, oh shit, you actually asked her parents first so, Yeah, so what was that like? Like, Tell me what that,
3: what, what was that like? Like asking for permission Man, I was nervous Obviously, I know the parents is going to say yes Because uh, her parents like love me right? But they were just like, you know what? I want to do the right thing Like the traditional way Make sure like I have the permission To pop the question As soon as I asked them, I got the blessing And then boom, went out and bought the ring A c- couple months later but i was nervous I as fuck, I, though. i didn't want
0: to ask andrew and herbie that question because i know they getting shit. <laughs> <laughs>
2: so when you guys i know you just got engaged but yeah. <clears throat> will you have a wedding in vietnam too or is most of your family from there here now
3: not, not in vietnam though like they'll mostly like be in calgary though like i have like i don't have that many families so most of my family are like in calgary so it's just better to have like everything like in calgary plus Destination wedding is just too expensive. I don't want to do my friend's dirty like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, it's cheap in Vietnam. Don't get me wrong. Like I can do everything in Vietnam be cheap, but just flying out there, hotels and everything like that, just be like way too expensive.
2: But no, I just didn't know if there was any traditions. Like I have a friend getting married, and he's going to do a traditional like Bulgarian wedding in Bulgaria, oh,
3: yeah.
2: mm-hmm. and then he's going to have one in BC as well. So I just didn't know if you were having two separate uh, celebrations or no, you, if there's any Vietnamese traditions that you have to incorporate or anything like that? No,
3: well, usually if like in the Asian culture, there's like this thing called like a tea ceremony where you like give tea to like the parents and everything like that. But that's just too Asian. I'm just going to keep it white. (laughs) (laughs) You should, uh, you should reach out to Brian and see if he'll be your live music. (laughs) No. So I already book a venue as well too. So this (laughs) venue has like everything has like the DJ. They're going to do like the dinner, uh, the venue, like so the venue, is gonna be like everything. So the ceremony is gonna be there, dinner, pictures, DJ, like dance floor, alcohol. Everything's already been taken care of. Akon might be available. Yo, fuck that <laughs> little bitch. What is he gonna sing? I <laughs> put the blame on me.
2: Just make sure you give him his five
3: hundred up front. Yeah, he might fight you out back. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm so, I'm so excited for my wedding. with everything that's going on right now, like I wanted to make sure 2020 was like a good day, like not even a, a good year for my fiance, because you know, everybody has like ups and downs and stuff like that. But 2020, I wanted to make sure like it was the perfect time for her, you know. And then saving up for a wedding 2022, here we come. You know, we're getting, uh, we're gonna get married on September 17, 2022. That's when I first met her. You know, so it just balanced everything else on a Saturday. So it just works out perfectly. So is anybody else in here buying a ring soon? Damn, right down
1: to the like. I'm sorry, what was that, Herbie? Huh? What did you say? So say? I was just like, damn, you planned it right down to
3: like the perfect like month, the day. I know it, it just works out like perfectly. Like I met her like in September 17, 2016. It eh? took me f- five months to chase after her. And we're just going strong since we got we bought our first house together. we got a cat now. I used to be a dog person. now I'm a cat person, you know so it's
2: what's that what's that saying? I wanted a dog she wanted a cat so we
3: compromised and got a cat. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Probably but no my cat is so chill. He's like he's like a, like I can't do not man when I was like during like the lockdown when I was not working, my cat was like the mm. one that was like keeping me cozy and company and stuff like that right actually Ashley, actually still working right so i was just at home chilling being a good uh making sure the house looks good then i just play video games and just watch movies and smoke a lot of weed though <laughs> did you uh have a pandemic baby no, no 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 don't lie to us don't lie to us now no 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 no, no. it's not gonna happen <laughs> don't lie. the place i'm living in right now is just like too small Right. So we're planning to have kids like after we move into a new house. So like wedding first and after wedding, then we're going to buy a new house and then start trying to have kids. You know, have a bunch of little stir fight running around.
0: Got a name on black so box. Is, uh, so is uh, anybody else in here going to pop the question soon? Or is it's, uh,
1: it's always it's always in due time. <laughs> so every, so every it's always in throws. due time, right? <laughs>
2: She already waited. She already waited ten. What's another ten? To be honest.
1: Exactly. You know, at this point, it's just like, <laughs> man, we
3: might as well make it a record. You know, Guinness World Record. Like, are you planning to pop uh, to pop the question anytime, soon, Harvey, or is it just like you're just <laughs> waiting for the moment until it's like. the right moment?
1: Oh, trying to trying to ruin plans. <laughs> I
3: can't I can't give up I can't give up all
2: the information. Oh, uh, okay, okay, okay. Right. Fair enough. Fair enough. She's behind the camera right now with a
0: gun. <laughs> 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 ah, no, that's fine. That's fine, Alex. Wait, we'll, make, we'll make sure we edit that out. You know out. this podcast. We'll edit that out just in case. You know this podcast. Nah, Nothing gets in. edited I also out. Also, ask Andrew. No, could eat.
2: What's <laughs> that? What did we want to talk about next?
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, what about you, Andrew? <laughs> <laughs> this guy. He's like, I'm not getting shit. You know, Wait, I'm not how getting long, trouble. How long have you and Charlene been dating now? Uh, almost three years. Is she is she living at your place
2: now? Yeah, we're living together. I think it's good. Like, no matter no matter um, when it happens, you just don't let the outside pressure you into making any choices. That's all. So whether it's like six months or six years or whatever it may be, as long as it's like feels good to you, mm-hmm. then
0: just follow whatever you feel. Yeah. I see you learn. I see you've learned. <laughs> <laughs> this guy. Yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna bring that up. We all. I'm make, not, gonna bring, all I'm not gonna bring that up. We all make
2: mistakes. It's all good. It could be worse. I could be I'm in Cleveland, gonna, Ohio, right now. You know.
0: <laughs> you're not wrong, bro. You're not wrong.
2: Uh, if somebody like rewound three years ago, or f- what was it, five years ago, and was like, "Would you rather go through?" that again, or would you rather live in Cleveland, Ohio for two years? I'd be like, yeah, let's let's do this all over again.
3: Because nobody wants to live in Cleveland. LeBron James left Cleveland to Man. Right. Twice. 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 Yeah, he won a chip twice. for Cleveland. And then it's like, hey, I already got you guys the ring. He's like, fuck it, I'm gone. Hey, right. then he moved to L.A., you know, the best city in the world, you know, Lakers, <laughs> Lakers nation right here.
2: So were you a Lakers fan before or after they won their last championship? who me <laughs> yeah
3: oh, oh yeah. bro I'm, i've been no, a lakers fan he's always fan, been a man. lakers fan <laughs> he's always been he's yeah, always man, been like two fair team Toronto Raptors and Lakers bro cuz we know a couple guys like that no man, I've been I've been a Lakers fan, man.
2: It's like a, it's like a college draft. They have six hats in front of them, and whichever one wins the championship, they pick that hat up and wear it for the next six months. No,
3: nah, man, no, I I I've always been the Lakers fan, man. Always, you know. You got the you got the MJ day, like Magic Johnson, you know. You got the, uh, who else is on there? Kareem Abdul, Wilt Chamberlain, Jackie Shaq, Kobe. Kobe. You know, RIP to Kobe. You know, who who else is like the Lakers? have just been like a dynasty, man. Like, everybody has like a special role to make the team special. But wasn't
2: it before LeBron got there? They hadn't been to playoffs or, like, won
3: something since, like, 12, yeah, they like 2011. Yeah, because, well, I think that, like, the last time they really, really <laughs> made the playoffs was the year that they got uh, swept by Dallas. And that was the year that Dallas won. That mm. beat Miami. Like, uh That was, like, 2014.
0: Was that, like, um, Ginobili, those guys? No, that you're thinking the Spurs. No,
2: that
3: uh, was, like, yeah, the Spurs. No, Nervis Dallas Dirk. had Dirk. Jason Kidd, Tyson Chandler. Mm-hmm. Pejo Scochevich. And that was the the like, year it was, that uh, it was a
0: team it was a team that like should not have won the championship, but they did. Like they had a sick run. Like they should they had no business beating the Heat, but like that was like Dirk Dirk won an MVP that year and like they were I don't know, Dirk was just on some shit in the playoffs and they ended
3: up pulling it out. Yeah. And And he was sick too, because I remember during the interview, the press conference, LeBron James and um, Dwayne Wade were like faking coughing, being sick, and then you know what, Dirk just went, Pam, he was like, fuck you guys, I'm gonna get myself a ring, Mm -hmm. next thing you know, boom, he got that ring, then a couple months later, they suck. (laughs) Game over.
2: Once he, was, uh, once he was gone. Just don't let that happen to you, stir fry. What? You get the ring and then all of a sudden just like everything goes downhill.
3: No, man. No, man. I have a future. <laughs> I have a future, bro.
2: <laughs> a peacock's always got to fly. So give yourself those moments.
0: Now you're quoting the other guys in here? <laughs> uh, don't go chasing uh, waterfalls, okay? Boy. <laughs> Yo, remember what we were talking about the other day in our group chat about... Uh, you ever think about how many active serial killers there are? Oh, what? No. I try not to. Cuz I like I was watching Manhunt Unabomber and I and it was like kind of like what was eerie about that to me was the fact that I was still living in the states when he was active. You could have stopped him. So, you know you you, you watch those things? <laughs> no. I, I was I was like 6 years old when they caught him finally. But like <laughs> but like, yo, no, like you think about you think about stuff like it's that. Sad. Like, you know, do I fit the profile? Like, am I gonna get s- snatched up off the street? Like, going to buy like cigarettes in the store or some shit? Like, you know what I? you know, that like you're telling me that shit doesn't scare you? Like, thinking the, about the fact that there's like serial killers out there just roaming around. It, like, well, like the police haven't caught.
1: Yeah, that, it is kind of like that is kind of creepy. Even like Calgary right now, like Calgary's even kind of sketch because. You're hearing every other month or like even twice a month now, a shooting happening or there's a stabbing or there's like some confrontation gone wrong and a body's been dumped.
0: Bro, when so, I moved into my house in Hill. Yeah, in I'd be Coach worried Hill, to be living
1: in Calgary right now. Fuck that. When
0: I moved into my house in Coach Hill, they found a dead body in the garage in the apartment building next to mine. You know what? Like I was what? like, yo, what the fuck? That was like in the 10th grade. I was like, "Yo, all right, like give me the profile just so I know if like it's safe for me to go outside or not.
3: Otherwise, I'm staying home from school. <laughs> no, so about like an hour or two hours ago, somebody's walking around in Copperfield with, an, with a with a gun. So there's like police patrolling in Copperfield right now. What? Damn. There was a there was an incident
2: in Calgary with the um, these two kids under 18 ran over a cop. Yeah, doing a traffic stand. Yeah, and it happened, like, really close to my house. And I swear to God, I've seen one of these kids at the high school that I uh, helped coach football at. One of them, it's 17. It's think, like... Yeah, I think that was the one. The one that looks like Sideshow Bob. That's the one. <laughs> Christ. Sideshow Bob. But I think the th- craziest thing about not knowing there could be a serial killer right next door to you, there was a time when uh, Herbie and I were sitting on my patio just uh having some beers and some shisha and we always get into the craziest things without asking for it it's just like fate or something every time and this lady like screeches on her brakes in her smart car right in front of my patio and gets out with the car still running and she asks us really frantically if we know where this house is and she just shows us a picture (laughs) of the house on her phone and i was like that looks like every house in this neighborhood like no i don't know sorry (laughs) And she's like so like upset and she can't even think straight. And she's like, they said it's uh, like three blocks from here. And what the whole backstory to this is um, there was a little girl who had been abducted and uh, the mom had been found killed in her closet and they were still searching for the little girl. So the little girl still hadn't been found like alive or dead. And uh, the lady who like, freak like came to a f- like a halt right in front of my place was like the godmother to this little girl or something what and she like throws her car keys at me and she's like somebody told me it's like right around here can you drive and <laughs> so we're just like enjoying our afternoon having some drinks and all of a sudden we're in the middle of this like,
0: <laughs> like manhunt,
2: suicide like yeah manhunt and uh, wait so
0: yo you were like driving whipping her car around the neighborhood like looking for this house
2: yeah, and then uh, we saw the <laughs> news trucks like pull up, and yeah. this was like I kid you not, like a block and a half from my house, where this house well, was. Yeah, wait, and This is where sec, the guy sec, had kept the girl.
0: Wait a sec, wait a sec. So you telling me you were on like the six o'clock news? Like, yeah, man, this shit's crazy. Like I never thought this would happen in my neighborhood. Shit was wild. I was
2: just sitting there having some P.F. Changs. Next thing I know, I'm army crawling. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you were doing the. You are stupid. You are really stupid for real. Hide your kids. Hide your wives. <laughs> but it, was, everybody out it was crazy.
2: When we pulled up to the house, we kind of stayed for like five or ten minutes. And then we just like bowed out because we don't really have anything in this situation. It's not our situation. Um, But like mm-hmm. the reporters like at the house, like looked like hungry sharks. Like, you know, they like come up to this like distraught woman and they're like almost like an evil smile. Like, so do you know anything? like like you know all they care about is a story they didn't really care about like anybody's well being or anything like that but it was crazy to know that all this went down like two blocks from my house like this this girl was in this house like two blocks away
0: all I'm thinking about right now is you and Herbie crunched into a smart car like helping this chick try and find the fucking <laughs> murderer in the neighborhood
3: wait 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 I thought, <laughs> smart cars only, I thought a smart car is only a two passenger that's what I was saying like who was in what the truck? was trunk? it a mini
2: Cooper Mini. Some of them have Cooper four. Mini. Was that it? I don't even know. All I know is my mm-hmm, day mess. got turned upside down real quick.
0: <laughs> don't even remember. Uh, yeah, we gotta do our Bingeables real <laughs> quick. Oh, the Crown.
3: <clears throat> we had to talk shit about that show. Steve, have oh, you watched man. the Crown? No, I heard I heard really good things about it though. Had me sleep sleep by
1: second episode. <laughs> nap nap. So yeah. Uh, night. So. Last
2: episode, last episode, we decided, we decided to start series um, where we would all pick one Netflix series that we would binge watch and then talk about on the next episode. And for some damn reason, we chose The Crown, and I think it was just because none of us had watched it, and I now know why.
0: You uh, know what my, <laughs> you know what my issue is with this show is the fact that it's <laughs> like it's a biopic that. Should have been made into a movie that they stretched out into a, a series like I think if I think if they had it as a as a film i I probably would have been more inclined to sit down and watch the whole thing but the fact that it's a threes like now they're on the third season series and like the story's so slow moving and like there's so much filler that they put in there that I really don't care about I just could not get into it. Like it wasn't as it wasn't as good as people like really make it up to be, I, uh, for a a biopic. Like it just give me like a two hour
3: long yeah. movie and like I, I think I would have been fine with it.
2: So well, you know what shows you, you guys should watch? watch?
3: I tried giving it a shot. It was a a show that you guys should watch is Sister Sister. You know, bring back that nineties humor. <laughs> <laughs> nah, bro. That's the a only good one show. The
0: only one on this podcast that has a rhythm is a uh, Herbie. And that's because he can <laughs> salsa.
3: But no, highly recommend checking out sister, Sister. you know, it's a good, it's a good 90 throwback show. So we're
0: probably gonna have to pick out a different show for the next episode. Like you have, know, all right. Have you guys seen Ozark? No. You, you yeah, seen Herbie? I have. Andrew, have you seen, have you seen Ozark? Andrew? Have you? No I haven't watched it And like I've been hearing Good things about it So I think Oh wait you said Ozark Yeah
2: Oh sorry I wasn't listening to you Um (laughs) Yeah (laughs) (laughs) Yeah I've seen Ozark It's a good (laughs) Christ Yeah you seen Ozark Nah Wait did you say Ozark Yeah I've seen that Yeah I've seen Ozark That's a really good show Uh (laughs) if you like Breaking Bad Or um what's another good one Dexter any of those type of shows you'll definitely like Ozark we're
0: gonna have to hop on it then I'm gonna have to hop on it then.
2: another one I'm watching right now is uh Cobra Cobra Kai Cobra Kai awesome karate kid with action What's the leg
1: anybody fucking with Cobra is that the karate Kai? kid one I haven't watched it yet where like I'm on the Mandalorian right now nice, nice. Herbie
0: what episode do you on on the Mandalorian uh finishing up season one bro the season two finale was dope as fuck that's all I'm going to say. Stay stay off the internet. Don't Google anything about it. Well, then I need to finish season one and get on season two. Yeah, yo, because when I got to the season two finale... I
1: haven't. I haven't. That's why...
0: I- yo, like, are you a bit... Like, have you watched all the Star Wars? Like, you're, you're, like, pretty... You know, like, the whole Star Wars, like, universe for the movies? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah, you'll, you'll get hyped for the... You'll get hyped for the end of the second season. Like, it was... It was fucking dope. I was like, yo... Dude, Mando's dope. Bounty Hunters are dope. All right, Herbie, you want to give your... Give oh, your uh, cold brew, and then we'll wrap it up. Oh, cold
1: brew? No, Um. big shout-out to uh, Twin Sales in Port Moody. Man, honestly, the amount of beer that I drank all of 2020, probably a good, like, 60% of it was them. That shit was so good. I'm always looking forward to, like... I don't know, man. They like they put a good spins on some classics, and they're just really good at coming out with experimental beers. And their their uh, flagship beers are really good as well, like bomb ass milkshake beers. That's all I can say. Damn, eh? Yeah, so you guys should check them out when you get a chance. They're based out of Port Moody out here in on the west coast, a little bit off of Vancouver.
0: Yeah, outside of that, that's all I got for today. You guys, have anything else? Well, I know we already
2: passed this topic. No, I just want to say like nope. thanks, stir fry. All right, well Think, I'll get, go fuck myself then, and, and uh, stay classy, San Diego. <laughs> <Huh>? <laughs> no, No,
0: no. No, Andrew, what you want to say? What you want to say? <laughs> Y'all got anything? No, no. Nah, nah, yeah, Andrew, I got go something. Go, go, go fuck yourself. <laughs> nah, we're good. No, I didn't even. We didn't even hear you. What you
2: want to say? <laughs> All right, I was just gonna say, going back to the love topic. Since you decided to put all of us on blast, I was just wondering. Oh, yeah, go ahead. (laughs) I was just wondering um, what's new with Corey's love life in
0: Cleveland. (laughs) Nothing. Yeah, yeah. Fuck, bro. I don't leave my fucking house except to, like, go get some fresh air. (laughs) Fuck that, bro.
2: If those walls could talk, they would scream. (laughs) Anybody listening from Calgary yeah, Help save our man. We're gonna have to start a bachelor Bring him home Prefer,
1: Preferably I'm if you're a about, lady I'm, I'm about to start under, selling Under five, five.
2: Yeah I wanna sell you like
0: livestock you're gonna You know sell like when like they Give their daughter away
2: With a, with a goat
0: <laughs> Yeah Well shit bro If you can find me someone well, Yeah Slide him into my DMs
1: Wait 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 So are we accepting only Only women for your DMs Yeah only women Alright well, that cuts some of the searching. You
2: want to, uh, besides that, thanks for joining us, Stir Fry.
3: No problem. Thank you so much for having me, guys. <laughs> it was, uh, yeah. it was great seeing all of you guys, like you know?
0: Yeah, no, yeah. Steve, thanks for, uh, thanks for le- linking up with us today, taking the time no out problem. of your Thank Saturday. you so much for having
3: me on, guys. Looking forward to hearing this podcast in my car, driving to work, you know? So that's what's no, up. That'll be a good one. It'll be a good uh, one. Thank you. Well, thank you. Appreciate it, guys. You guys have yourself a great day. Happy New Year. Stay out of trouble. Hey, right? and if you want to yeah. have me back on again, just haul at your boy Sturf you know.
0: Uh, yeah, just real quick wanna say uh, you know, thanks to thanks to everybody to listening to our episodes and uh, you know, happy new year. Stay safe out there. Let's try and make twenty twenty one a lot better than that mess of twenty twenty was. And uh yeah, thanks for joining in.